Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue studying through the book of John. We've been in John chapter 4 here the last few episodes. Again, this is one of the most profound portions of the Scripture because this is where Jesus has an encounter with a woman, a Samaritan woman. And so you'll remember, if you don't remember, go back and catch the last few episodes just to sort of set the context because Jesus was going from Jerusalem to Galilee. And the King James says he must needs go through Samaria, not because that was the only way to go, but because the father had directed him and something was going to happen. That something was he had an encounter with a woman by a well and who called herself the Samaritan woman. And that's how we call her. uh, The uh, encounter Jesus had with her, the encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well. And so at the end of it, Jesus gives a profound teaching on worship because the lady had launched into this, hey, I perceive you're a prophet. Our fathers, our fathers worship on this mountain, and you say that you worship in Jerusalem. And Jesus just cuts to the chase as he always did. And he says, you know what? An hour is coming when you're not going to worship on this mountain or in Jerusalem, but everybody's going to worship the Father in spirit and truth. And he says, you worship what you don't know, but we who are Jews worship because we know the salvation is from the Jews. We know who we worship. But he says, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And then the woman revealed that she knew a great deal about these things because she says this in verse 25. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming. He who is called Christ, when that one comes, he will declare all things to us. So she knew about the coming Messiah. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Jesus declared to a how the Jews would have perceived her, a half-breed woman. Okay, that's how the Jew mindset was. They had nothing to do with Samaritans. They hated him. He proclaimed to her that he was the Messiah. You don't see him doing this to the religious leaders in Jerusalem in this way because they would not have received it. She was ready to receive. Well, you think, well, what happened? Well, watch verse 27. At this point... At the point that Jesus said that, at this point, his disciples came and they were amazed that he had been speaking with a woman, (laughs) you know, uh, in, in that society, the men just did not initiate and did not say things, particularly in a private setting like that one on one, uh, you know, quite often in our day, you'll hear all this stuff by feminists of how horrible Christianity is and how uh, what God has done and what Jesus has done to women, et cetera, et cetera. Jesus did more to set women free than anybody that's ever lived. <laughs> I mean, when you go see what he did, it was so against the social mores of the time. And so they were amazed that he was speaking with a woman, much less a woman from Samaria. But then it says this, verse 27, yet no one said, what do you seek or why do you speak with her? So none of the disciples, here they, they show up. The 12 of them come walking up from getting vittles down in the village. And not a one of them look at her to ask, what are you looking for? And none of them look at him to say, why are you talking to her? They just stood there. So the woman left her water pot and went into the city. Remember, she'd come out for water, for the sustenance of life, for the physical things that she needed. But she left with something 
far more important. And she left the physical behind. And I think there might be an interesting dynamic right here. So the disciples come up. They're looking at Jesus. Nobody says anything. The woman takes off, and I'm thinking she's moving pretty quick. Don't you think that might have looked a little suspicious to the outside eye looking in? You're like, what were they doing? What were they talking about? What was going on? And so anyway, the woman goes into the city and she says to the men, this is verse 28, she says to the men, well, why does, why does a woman go to the men? I mean, if it's that type of a society, that type of thing, you know, where you don't really approach men. Well, there's a couple of things. These are men of her city. Also, she had had five husbands and the guys she was living with at this time, she was not married to. Jesus had already said that. This woman was known among the men. If she'd had that many husbands, how many men has she had? Uh, we simply don't know. But she was known among the men, and she was probably sort of feared by the men because she would have known where the skeletons were, right? She comes to the men, and then she says something to him: Come, see a man who told me all the things that I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? So here's this woman of what some might call of ill repute, or a woman who had lived a lifestyle, okay? She comes to the men. Now, the men were the leaders within society, so that might have been one reason why she was coming to them first and hadn't gone to the women, hadn't done all this. She was likely ostracized from the women because she showed up there at the water pot at high noon by herself. I think normally they would have gone early in the morning or late in the evening to do that with a group of women. But what does she say to them? Come see a man who told me all the things I have done. This is not the Christ, is it? That's interesting. Now, had Jesus told her all the things that she had done? The only thing that Jesus had done was he, when they were in their, in their discussion, when she was talking about, give me this living water that I might have it, not have to come up here for this water day in and day out. He looks at her and says, go get your husband and bring him here. So it's sort of the idea that Jesus said, I'm about to share something right here, but I don't want to share it with just you. I want a husband. But Jesus knew what was going on with her. So she says, well, uh, I don't have a husband. And Jesus says, you've rightly said you don't have a husband. You've had five husbands, and the man you're with right now is not your husband. This you rightly say. You truly say you're being honest. So he's telling her, you have been honest with me. You've told me the truth about this. That's the only thing that Jesus said. But because he said that, and because he revealed that, because he saw into her heart and revealed her heart, she comes and tells the people, come, see a man who told me all the things I have done. See, Jesus revealed the heart. He revealed the sin, yeah, but it wasn't in a condemning kind of way because what was he doing the whole time? He was offering her living water, water that she would take in that would then become a well that would be refreshing. She comes to the people, all the things I had done. She knew the power. She knew that this was Messiah. She knew through that one little statement and what she was experiencing right here that this is somebody different. And that's that's why she was saying, is this not the Christ? Or this isn't the Christ, is it? So verse 30 tells us, they went out of the city and were coming to him. By the testimony of this one woman who's 
in society's eyes would have been questioned and this and that, they came out. They knew something had happened. I suspect they might have even seen a change in her at that moment and the way she was saying things and what they were saying. Regardless, the men of the city, and we'll see it later, the people of the city came out and they were coming to him. That's not the end of the story. We'll see the end of the story maybe in a couple more episodes right here because something changes. And while uh, she's speaking to these men, Jesus is speaking to his disciples. We'll look at that the next time because there's some interesting things with that. Uh, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. Uh, as always, please pass the word about these times together. Uh, okay, that's how we sort of grow and how we uh, get to know one another. So share with one another about these times and I'll see you the next time. Goodbye.